What's a Friday? What's a Friday? Welcome to Birch and Birch, where my father makes fun of me, and I am okay with it because I'm our, a strong, confident self, woman. Our self-ingratiating, self-consumed <laughs> podcast and video show. Yes, hello. Welcome to the show of Birch Narcissism. We're very <laughs> glad you joined us. <laughs> where Morgan worries a lot about her hair and where her hoops are at. What was that you said just before we started? I said, okay, I'm just, I'm saying that my hoops, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I'm saying I think that we're, my, I think we're going live and she's like, something about I've lost my hoops. Or my no, hoops no, are no, no. I was saying that if my hair looks good, it covers my hoops and that makes me sad because these are the things oh. that matter. Okay. okay. These giant hoops. Oh. All, right, All right. I'm glad that you mentioned it because now I've gotten to show them. Oh, I can pull them unnaturally forward. All right. <laughs> we have important things to discuss today. I'm sure. Uh, we're no longer going to be talking about the real estate market because we have That's learned fine. that no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still so researching true. it. Last but... week, we just tried having fun and we got an incredible amount of response yeah. and comments and texts and stuff. And people are like, that was awesome. You guys are great. And I'm like, well, that's funny because we didn't say anything about real estate last week. And Morgan's been telling me, it's like, dad, you're boring everybody to death. Yeah. So, so here we are trying to be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so first so of all, let's, let's go ahead. Yeah. No, you go ahead. After you, father. So. Tell me about your last couple of days. I've been happy nonstop and <laughs> a little grumpy wonder. <laughs> I, I've been increasingly moody, like just so irritable and just angry at the smallest things for the last two and a half days, just slowly angrier and angrier and angrier and angrier. And then this morning I, I, got, up, I got up and I hammered. That's really, did you not? Did you not? Did you notice? I noticed that you were a little tense. Tense. Yes, because I'm getting more mature and I can control my emotions more. But I definitely, like when I went home early and then didn't talk to anybody, it's because I was like, I'm about to punch somebody for no reason. I better go home now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, I woke up this morning and it was way worse. And so <laughs> I just was like, you know what? I haven't really been eating this week. What if I try eating a big breakfast? So I ate a big breakfast and, then, and I was like singing in the shower. I was skipping around. I was like, oh my God, life is amazing. Isn't it good to be alive? What a beautiful day. I'm so lucky. And then, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so lesson learned. So, so you ate and you felt better. Mm -hmm. So I had hanger for two you, and a half days. So I'm really good at listening to my body. <laughs> so are you on a are you on a diet? Are we doing like another one of those crazy diet things? Jeez. Okay. The last 10 years and, and whatever. So tell me, um, are you on a diet? No. Are you dieting? No, I'm not following okay. any rules. I follow I have no rules. I just wanna be healthy and preferably a little thinner than I am now, but I'm not like following any rules because as you and I both know, it's a dangerous place for Morgan to be in. Morgan can be incredibly confident. 
conf super confident about whatever she's into in the moment. Because I and really research it, but I don't research it to disprove it. I research it to prove it. So when I was vegan, I was confirmation bias. Is that what they call it? Yes, exactly. In action, okay. So <laughs> when you were doing it, I didn't know what to call it other than. I'd tell your mom, it's like, I don't know, she's on some diet and she thinks it is the diet and it's the only <laughs> diet. And we're all idiots for not doing the same uh, diet. So embarrassing. You know what's so, so like, true? Which, which one is she doing? <laughs> I was, wait, let's, you, let's expose. Okay. Can you remember some of the ones that I did? I, I remember the fruit one. It's like <laughs> you had boxes of fruit and it's, all you ate was fruit. Guys. If anyone's watching this, you officially uh, hate me. I don't. I think this is like the least relatable thing I've ever done. I was a vegan, and then I was researching veganism, and then I got into the whole wormhole of fruitarianism. And I kid you not, I became a fruitarian for like three months. Straight. Didn't you gain a lot of weight during that? I gained a ton of weight. I gained like twenty pounds, and I was still like. I think that this is just initial way to work. My body's going to get used to it and then I'm going to lose all the weight. It was so stupid. <sighs> so, yeah. And, and how did I respond? You were a very uh, supportive father who just was like, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> whatever. I mean, you couldn't have said anything to me. <laughs> That's exactly right. I can't. I was like, I wouldn't listen to anybody. I was like, do you have research to back that up? Because I just read six different papers about it. That's right. I, I have since learned, like since doing that, and then I did a carnivore diet, which is the complete opposite, where I was only eating meat. I did low low fat. I did high fat. I did like every diet that's out there. And then I was like, I'm not living this way anymore. And then uh, it's I stopped funny, dieting. Though, because you, um, you know, I really didn't understand the term confirmation bias and the confidence factor that goes with it. I'd rec I recognized basically the the sensory package around it. Um, I was guilty of it, but you're the one that educated me on confirmation bias. But that's what happens when yeah. you get into diets like that or get into anything, because you. Yeah, you just look for it. You start thinking, you think, I think this is right. I'm going to go look for more information you to see even, if I am right. Yeah, and then well, you keep looking. I, the great, the greatest irony of of confirmation bias is that even when you do research to disprove yourself, you subconsciously are looking for reasons to confirm what you believe to such a wild extent to to where you just won't even register the article or the study or the person or you will not register things that are not in line. Mm -hmm. It's like if you close your eyes right now and then I tell you to look for everything red in the room and then I and then I say, uh, open your eyes. And then I go, okay, uh, no, wait, no, close your eyes, sorry. <laughs> you have to open your eyes. <laughs> wait, let's do I, this again. I, I know what you're talking about. You if you need some help, let me know. And I say, look for everything red in the room. And then you look for all the red things. And then I say, Keep your eyes closed. Now close your eyes. Goddamn. And then, <laughs> and then I say, now tell me everything that's green. You can maybe name one or two things that are green. I can't because remember you were only looking red. But yeah. it was the same stuff. It was the same input. You were still looking at the same thing. So, yes. I think, I think it would work the same way. I'm going to try to do this once. <laughs> if, you said, if you said, look around the room and don't notice 
anything red. Notice everything else, but don't notice anything red. Great and point. Did it, and did it the same way. I think you would, and then say, okay, close your eyes. Now tell me, what did you see in the room that was yellow? I think it'd be the same result. Yeah, you're so right. Yes. And my eyes look really red with this light on. Speaking of red. Do they look like that all the time? No. They, they actually, I inherited your skin a little bit, and yes, they do have a little bit of redness. To, now you look like you're a ghost. We got to fix your lighting situation because my lighting situation, I'm working. So, <laughs> there's so you are, much. You're in, a, you're in a studio. Let me show. What should I show them? No, 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 oh, don't. Okay. No, don't go there. I was just going to flip it. No, don't do it. It's fine. Anyway, so I, that's I like true. The I like the mystique. Yeah, guys, I'm just naturally like this. This is what my skin looks like. This is everything about this is totally natural. That's right. Um, <laughs> but anyway, back to confirmation bias. Yes, you have noticed it a lot in politics lately and have been on a rant. Flipping crazy. Um, what's, yeah, I'll get off on a little rant right now. <laughs> the, I have really, really great friends, or what I consider to be great friends on both sides of the political spectrum. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Birch side of the family tends to be more liberal. Um, my dad was not, of course, but. A lot of the siblings, more more siblings than not, are very liberal. I love them to death. I love their creatives, typically um, wonderful. You know, my sister Susan um, was a vice president of the NAACP forever yeah. out in California. Um, and one thing that I learned as a Birch is that we all do have different perspectives. But the most important thing is that you're okay. You know, you and I can really feel differently about it and we can talk about those things and we can just, just say, you know, this is, we're not getting anywhere. You're not changing my mind. I'm not yeah. changing your mind. Can we eat yet? Yeah. And then, and then we have a great time talking about all kinds of other stuff. But what's killing me is that I've got great friends on both sides of this thing that literally hate anybody on the other side they hate the opposite argument and when when you're in a in a like a, i'll get baited into or actually i probably do the baiting trying to have a conversation in a facebook exchange it doesn't take any time at all before one friend is saying bill you're okay but this other friend of yours they're out i'm not talking to them anymore i'm not listening to them anymore i don't yeah. like and really and all the other friend is doing is saying hey what about this this is this yeah. way yeah. And they don't want to hear it and they shut and vice versa. And, and it's this, I think both sides truly believe with the same confidence that you had in your diet. Yeah. What'd you Diets. call it? Veg, 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 Which one? The fruit one. Fruit of. Fruitarian, carnivore. Fruitarian. Yeah. It's like they're, they're the equivalent of that. They're, but they're so into Paleo. it. And the and it, and there's just a common sense middle ground that says, hey, listen, almost half of the country feels another way. Yeah. You know, when when we're when we're that righteously angry about a topic, yes, that you're going to you're going you. I mean, it's like it's like Protestants and Catholics, and Can back in, back in the day, and and burning burning the contrary religion at the stake. Yes. It's, it's almost like we want to do that now. Yes, I hear I hear what you're saying. I think that um I think that the righteous anger thing is the most uh, the the biggest reason why this happens because 
really people are so consumed in three issues we, we just don't as humans we can't hold all of the issues in our mind we can't be like that holds everybody who aligns themselves with that side believes all of these issues we just can't do that so i think what happens is we are only thinking about these three issues like i really care about racial equality i really care about um poverty and i really care about abortion rights or anti-abortion well you know those are the three things that i care about so then when i look at the other side somebody from the other side somebody who's got the other label i'm like you disagree with me on these three things that are basic human rights and you should know better and screw you you evil mm -hmm. piece of crap right but i think what we're missing is that that other person is not, those aren't their three top issues so they're not even thinking about their those they're like i guess i kind of disagree with you on that but i mean if you're passionate about it whatever like that happens a lot too we just get so wrapped up in the things that we care about the most and we assume that those are the values that they're disagreeing with or that they care about the most and it's just it feels so good to have a villain you know it feels so good to be like that person is worse and less uh they've come to their decision with the wrong with the same information that I've come to my decision and they made the wrong evil choice this or the stupid choice and all of the factors of that are wrong like they probably didn't have the same information they also don't have the same values you know all that stuff you know it's it's um yeah it's it's fascinating and it the uh, I think you're right I think what I'm hearing you say is that people are simple they can only handle a few things at once yeah. They have their they have their primary issues that they um, adopt like a wayward dog, um, and that's and then and then they commit to them and they're stuck there. You know, a long time ago, gosh, we haven't talked about this forever. Um, oh, this is going to yeah. be surprising because I feel like we talk about the same things over and over again. Now, um, uh, once upon a time, we were a lot more active in church, Christian oh. faith. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where are we going so, with this? And I remember arguing that regardless of, of faith, whether you're Hindu or Muslim or Buddhist or Catholic or Christian or whatever, societies that were based on a religious framework had a set of rules and they could argue about the rules a little bit, but generally speaking, the rules kept things from being too chaotic because once you throw it out, then all of a sudden, cause it always served as a moral compass. So like, I, I, I don't understand Islamic faith, but I have a feeling that what little bit I do know is that there are, are basic principles of that faith that they try to practice and that they use for lawmaking, they use for decision-making and you have those there. And then um, Christians the same way and you, you go down the line and different cultures have that they, they may not align together very well, you know, like you know Israel and Pakistan or whoever, you know, yeah, pick, yeah. Um, but they've got their own thing and that's what they base their, you know, a lot of who they are as a society and a lot of who they are politically is based in that. In the United States, we're moving away from that. Yeah. 
And all of a sudden, okay, so now we're not so much a country based on, even though even though the country was largely founded, right or wrong, in Christian principles. Yeah, just by the nature that a lot of the founding fathers were. Yeah, just by the nature of that. So then there are a lot of our biggest, keep going, and I will throw in a fun fact in a minute. Okay, hold that thought. So, so we have that, but now in the United States, we're trying to be more accepting. But what that does is that starts to say that those principles aren't always right. Now they're not the basis for someone else's decision making, yeah. and they have their own moral framework. So now we've gotten that's that's progressed far enough, and yeah. Christian principles have been pushed pushed a little bit outside a little bit more. So yeah. now all of a sudden it's like who gets to who gets to decide what's moral? Yeah. Who gets to decide what's correct or not correct or what yes. you can say or what you can't say. And if okay, if you're not using that, if if you have I always back in the day I would use the example of a cannibal, a cannibalistic society. What if mm-hmm. two or three families from the depths of some jungle that are cannibals move into your neighborhood and that's their true belief that that's the way it should work. And that's what they should do. Right. Is that okay? If and it's if it, religiously and if it, covered. If it's not, then who is, is religion or is belief or are principles decided by popular vote? And what do you do if the popular votes really close? <sighs> Okay, so I've you talked for a long time, and uh, a part Sorry. of it really killed me, but most of it was great. And <laughs> and, uh, and I okay, so here I've got a couple of responses. I'm not saying that I believe sure. all that now. I'm just saying back the moral, in the hold on. first the moral the moral thing that you were saying about um our our country was once everybody was a uh, Christian, essentially not everybody, but the lawmakers and decision makers were primarily Christian. And if they weren't Christian, they grew up in a Christian-esque culture and then had that belief system that was all shared. And you knew what the rules were. And you knew what the rules were. I think it might not be true because the past, because if you look at the past of Christianity, every almost every point in history that Christianity has been around, there have been warring sects of people who are, believe that the that it means totally something totally different so having a religion doesn't give you this this objective moral good it gives you the perception that you have an objective moral good and because you've created so because you're like well i'm reading this bible and this bible says these are the rules and these are the rules that i'm paying attention to and that we should all follow that means that's what it is but somebody else is reading the same bible and saying these very different rules or different perception of those rules are definitely what they are. I've read the Bible. That means that's the way it is. I think that's more dangerous, arguably, because you can point to this object, this thing, this, this uh, God given spiritual thing. That's like, this is it. And this is the deciding factor. And this, this, so it's not me deciding this. It's God deciding this. That's when I, so I think that's always been a problem and arguably part of the good about now more, more religions being entered into that is it's more obvious that everyone disagrees. And it's more obvious that a lot of people are like, oh, well, I think God said this and you think God said this. And I don't think a God is saying anything. I think we're humanists, like all of that stuff. 
So I think it's messy now and people are still very passionate, but at least there's more ability to be, I think there's a little bit more ability to be humble. Oh, the fun fact I was going to say was that Abraham Lincoln is believed to not have uh, been actually a Christian. Okay. Because he had a quote. He said, I, when I feel good, when I do good, I feel good. When I do bad, I feel bad. That's my religion. And then he would say a lot of little things that were like, either he was atheist or he was really doubting. And then Alexander Hamilton, I think somebody can call me out on this if they're watching and they're like, not Alexander Hamilton, but I'm pretty sure Alexander Hamilton also was not, not certain about the whole okay. uh, thing too. And he's the founding father. So, kind but of. so here's, here's a thought. <laughs> yeah. So let's say that you're right. So, so what you said was earlier, Eyes went to a Bible or Quran or whatever. Yeah, God-given text. The, the God-given text, and then they then the, that created arguments and fights and violence. Yeah, st and still, but yeah. And so, so now if you don't have that to look at, yeah. Now you look at each other. Yeah. I don't know that that I don't know that that decreases that level of angst. And my argument is that it may increase it a little bit because now it's a little more personal and self-manufactured and a little less interpretive. Just saying. I don't know. Oh. Maybe. But it but it frustrated confirmation bias. All that to say politics. <laughs> it's just it's I guess what it really frustrates me is that people don't give each other a chance. And they're not looking for reasons to like each other. They're looking for differences. And they're, um, or both. Maybe they're looking for reasons to like other people that are just like them. Like them, yeah. And they're also looking for people to dislike because they're not like them. So if you're like me, you're right. If you're not like me, you're wrong. Yeah. And that creates a lot of angst. And I and it's, and it's really frustrating to me because it's hurtful. And I think it... Um, Frankly, I told your mom this, I don't know, probably two months ago. I said, you know, this just drips of the beginnings of a civil war. Where the society splits and they just decide that they're going to be split. And then, all right, I guess we're just going to have to fight, which makes me, it makes me feel like elementary school. I remember that, you know, with other kids on the playground, it's like, I don't, I, I don't emotionally know how to deal with this other than, for us to get into a fight and then whoever wins wins. I mean, it's a, it's a very old fashioned. But you're seeing this in, on the, on the internet, you're seeing this in comment sections. I, I see it in, I see it there and I see it confirmed when we're doing our job as real estate agents. Yeah. A lot of our clients share their positions. They talk That's about true. what they think and they That's say true. stuff. And That's those, true. those comments. And if they're, if they feel, if I if I'm the guy that I think I am, if I'm fairly neutral, yeah, yeah, and if I agree with something, I agree with it, and if I don't, I say I don't know if that's you know, yes, I don't know if you, you do an excellent job of putting an idea, whether it be yours or somebody else's, on the table in front of you, metaphorically speaking, and saying this is no longer this is not me, this is not you, this is an idea we are discussing. Right. Let's play with this idea together. Right. 
That, yeah. That's how our family, when we do our family reunions, that's what we, we spend yes. a lot of time doing that. Yes. Um, and everybody gets along. But you know, back, yes, but go back to your original thought. I deviated you from the family. We talk about the family reunion, I feel but like. They, yeah, but they, but we do that. So I, my point to you is I see that, I do see that yeah. in like Facebook and Instagram comments and streams and news comments. Um, you know, I'm, I'm trying to follow the spectrum in the news because I can't find a great, maybe, you know, Bloomberg and some kind of, and typically financial news tends to be a little bit more centered because they're just yeah. looking at how they can make money. So they really want to know the facts. Yeah. But, um, but I try to watch both sides of it so that I can understand it. But I, but when I'm with clients, I hear that from clients, they feel the same way, almost a rabid yeah. distaste for 100% on, 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 both I hear yeah for for both arguments I hear both the the thing that I haven't seen is conflict between those two belief systems so I haven't actually seen that in the real world isn't isn't that what the riots were this summer okay that's different to me because that's not saying let's have a war that's saying we're demanding change and we want to make sure that you hear us demand that change. That's different than weaponizing and, and becoming militarizing your forces. It's different. I don't think I don't. So you, and you that. don't think that's happening. You don't think that the, that the people on the opposite side of that argument. You know, that, what sucks. You don't, you don't, you don't think that they're buying guns that, and that they're buying ammunition that's because that's part saying, of their culture. I feel, I feel like the left is not so much because uh, the left it's doesn't contra- it's in general, doesn't, right? Principle. Gun control. So that would suck. Cause even if the numbers are much smaller on the rights on the right, but they all have guns like, Oh man. Well, <laughs> that's, that's what I don't like about it. It's, it's I don't like it either, but I, I don't know. I saw a truck. Uh, I was driving down the street, this street right here that we mm-hmm. live on. And most people in this area are on the left. And I saw this nice minivan of sort. I don't know what kind of, but it was nice. Mm-hmm. And it had broken down. I don't know if the tire blew or something, but it couldn't drive. And then there was this old pickup truck with faded, faded, faded paint. And then spray painted on the back was Trump 2020 and everyone else is driving by Trump 2020 guy stops and is helping this minivan. I drove past and I was like, I would put my money on the minivan driver hating Trump because everyone in this area hates Trump, except for the very few people who like most people in the area really, uh, uh, they mentioned they, they use hatred of Trump as a, like an icebreaker and a bonding. They're like, well, I'm pretty confident you're going to agree with this joke. So the fact that that guy stopped and was helping this woman and I was like, I don't, I feel like we might be wrong about priorities. We might really like fight about it, but I don't know if it's actually going to end up being as divided in the world. It it worries me because I don't want it to be that way, but heck, the world is not going to work the way I want it to work. So anyway, I just look for the positive. I do have a silver lining complex. So I probably am maybe a little too sunshiny about. I love your I love your silver lining complex. Thank Absolutely you. Love it. Change it changes my life. You make me a better person for having listening to that. 
Whoa. Well, it's Dad. true. You're awesome. Most of the time, unless you're grumpy like yesterday. <laughs> you didn't notice <laughs> those grumpy though. Remember? No, you're, just, you're just tense. I noticed when you I left, you're like, I'm done working. I'm going. I'm, I have to leave. I have to go. I, yeah, I have to leave. I have to go. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't want to talk to you. Bye. It's yeah. Like, okay. Well, okay. See ya. Yeah. So, <laughs> so maybe, maybe this all has to do with your diet. And if, and if you had eaten, <laughs> if you had eaten a good breakfast yesterday morning, none of this would have happened. And maybe societally, that's our problem. Maybe we we're all just need not, to eat a good breakfast. <laughs> we just need a good breakfast. We just need some pancakes and eggs. That's it. <laughs> That's how we solve it. That's our answer now. The world now would on. be a better place how if we, we had, had, had a good breakfast. Pancakes and eggs. That's all. Bacon. Bacon too. Don't forget that. I got a little too serious. Sorry about that. Uh, okay. We started with irritability. So there you go. So that's what's going to happen. You know what? And we warned people in the title because <laughs> we said Morgan's got an anger problem and Bill's pissy about politics. And this is <laughs> here we are. That's right. All right. Thank you for joining us on Birch and Birch show. It's changed immensely since the beginning. Uh, tell us what you liked and what you didn't. Yep. And... Like, subscribe, follow, do whatever you can on whatever format you're looking at. And that'll yeah. help us out a lot. And um, we are still doing real estate, and that's our big that's our big rock. But yes, it just it God pours the hell out of everybody, and they click off as soon as we start talking. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, how about we just have the conversations we have, and uh, the view count is higher, and so yeah. it's easier, it's transparent, yeah. and we're still rambling. Okay, right. so <laughs> thank you for joining us. Like, subscribe, follow, friend, and interact with us in any way humanly possible on the internet. Not only does it bring us joy, it also brings us attention. And that is what we're desperate for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Shake uh, and bake. Yeah, shake and bake. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>